Understanding prosperity. Prosperity is anything that, you know, if I'm to break the word prosperity and break it into two, you hear the word prosper. Prosper has to do with anything that has an ability to grow. And not just the growth alone, but has the ability to experience some atom of fruitfulness. Not repeated, consistent, same fruit, but has the ability to, to, to take a different shape. And every time it comes out or blossom, it blossom with some kind of new expectations. Am yes, I talking to somebody? Yes. Understanding prosperity, um, this series is going to help us to really understand what does it mean to prosper. When each time we pray and say, Father, I ask that you prosper me. Can you help me turn off that, um, unplug the keyboard? Just unplug the keyboard from the keyboard. Just the cord go into the amp, unplug it. I'm hearing some feedback. No, not that one. Go down. Yes. Good. I love the place quiet. Hallelujah. So, understanding prosperity, it is, it is something that every time we pray, we ask God and believe in Him and say, Father, prosper me prosper me. Even sometimes, some of us asking for prosperity does not even know what kind of prosperity are we looking for. Amen. Because prosperity is cut across a whole lot. A whole lot. You may be asking for you know, health prosperity. You may be asking for um, um, family prosperity. You may be asking for fruitfulness. You may be asking for... So, it, it cut across a whole lot. And that's why when we pray, we have to be very specific. You can be talking about general well-being or prosperity. <laughs> Generalizing prosperity could make the angel confused. <laughs> because as a man, you're praying for prosperity. You're not asking that you get pregnant. As a woman, you're asking for prosperity. You're not asking for something else. Maybe you're not ready to be pregnant. So that's why, even though God knows our heart, he said before we open our mouth and alter it, he said he already knows. But there is an effect, a great effect when you be specific, when you open your mouth and be very specific with God. There are many men in the Bible that we are so, so specific. They knew what they were asking from God. And God gave it to them. So you have to understand what prosperity is. 
And I start, I start today by saying that redemption has programmed you for prosperity. Redemption delivers you from every frustration. For the mere fact that there was a channel open to man that man could be redeemed. That is prosperity to mankind. That is prosperity in the area of humanity. An escape from the place of destruction to a place of salvation. And the word salvation is to have a coverage, is to save, to have, to have, to have a safe house. Praise God. To have, to have you come into a location where you are safe, taking you from one spot of unhealthy activities and placing you in a place that is healthy that is what salvation entails and uh, today we we are meant to understand that redemption delivers you from every frustration including financial frustration amen including financial frustration one of the things that is hooking man so much here on earth is financial frustration in this part of the world where we are it is only financial frustration that could make you deny Christ it is only the ability when you are faced with your bills and your car notes and house and you know your 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 mortgage payment that you could just be tempted to drop the gospel and drop everything that has to do with Christ and take the offer and what's the offer that you're not going to be at church on Sundays anymore your days are gone having service on Sunday your days are gone coming to church your days are gone serving God you know what will happen the system will automatically mortgage your liberty so that's why my prayer for every believer is to become financially independent it is so powerful and it is the will of God, as a matter of fact, that you amen. become financially independent. Yes, sir. Amen. Whereby you don't need to consider to, to, to compromise your faith because you need to work. The men of old, they, don't, they never needed to compromise their faith because they needed to work. Today, there is a system built that you got to work 24 hours around the clock sometimes you don't even sleep sometimes you find it difficult to even act sanely sometimes you find it difficult to even blend into regular things why because your time has been mortgaged let me tell you something about time i'm building this message time is so important that it's even important also to God, but time does not rule over God. God rules over time. The Bible said that time and chance happeneth to us all. Time is very essential. That's why if you must be prosperous and you must be a person of 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 of, of you know you know you know of wealth and prosperity, you must not be a time killer or a time waster. Having it in mind that every time you waste or you miss, 
you will never recover. Let's be real. So the devil is after your time. He's after you. The Bible said something. It said, I wish above all that you prosper, be in good health, even as the soul prospereth. Now, let's break it into three. I wish above all that you prosper, talking about general prosperity, and you be in good health, talking about health prosperity, because it's of no use that you are financially independent, but you are healthy, wise, you know, you know dependent on one, 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 one machine or the other. Do you know how many persons that have been hooked up with machines? Yes, sir. Do you know how many people that depend on a machine? Day in and day out, year to year. How can they even enjoy the money when they have it? How can they eat the money when they have finally made the money? It is a curse for a man to become rich. And has the ability to eat everything, but doctors have told him you can't. It is a punishment. And your dentist will tell you, mm -mm, don't take this one. <laughs> doctors will tell you, mm -mm, don't eat egg. Some persons may, may, may come from a very poor background. We are, while they were growing up, they made a comment and said, Father, if you will bless me, all I want to eat is eggs. Because they knew where they are coming from, how it was so expensive to eat just one egg. And today, God has blessed that individual. But some doctors say, you will not eat it. So money was not the problem. It is a curse of limitation that is upon that person. And I pray today that any curse of limitation upon you, upon your life, upon any area of you is broken today in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Jesus has given us the liberty, the ability to live a good life. Not just in heaven when we get to heaven. Here on earth. So I am not waiting until when I am raptured and I get to heaven. That's when I feel like I want to live a good life. No, that's an error. My good life starts here. Amen. Life is good. Amen. According to LG. Yes, sir. Yes. So we got to really look from that perspective. Prosperity is good, I tell you. Yes, sir. Money is good. Uh-huh. Anybody that tells you that you can't serve God very good if you're rich, tell them to send their account number to me, their money. Let them transfer their money to me and watch my life in one year. Like, I should be using their money. Them that are rich, or they say, oh, send your money to me and watch how my life will look like. Life will become easy. The gospel will become so easy. Money is necessary. It's a necessity here on earth. Yes. It is the currency that moves the earth. Mm -hmm. Faith is the currency that moves heaven. Amen. Money is the currency that moves the earth. Uh -huh. Faith is the currency that moves heaven. Yes. Money is the currency that moves the earth. And when you have faith and you have money, the wealth of this earth 
look at the life of Abraham. Man so blessed massively, yet he still served God yes. to the last of his breath. Yes. Like I said to you, poverty is an orphan. Uh-huh. It's an orphan. It's nobody's brother. The Bible says even the poor is hated by his own brethren. Uh-huh. That you are poor in the family where you come from, you're in trouble. They will hate you. Nobody will call you for family meeting. Because they know when you come for family meeting, you want to ask people for bus t- tickets. You want to ask people for transport home. You want to, can you give me a lift? You know, can you just drop me off at the next bus station? Can you, God forbid. May that never be your portion in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Strive to be at the top. It, it, there is no sin about it. No, sir. Being at the top is a choice. Being below also is a choice. There is no sin for you to be rich. So I see no reason why you should not be rich. That's why I tell you, you see me, I will be so thinkingly rich in this life. Me too. Amen. Amen. So rich that I will be using money to flog money. Amen. Yes, sir. Come on. You know, you may be there looking at me. Oh, what does it mean? Well, how much does he even have now? I don't. You don't need to see the money. The Bible says, "As a man thinketh in his heart." So easy. I'm thinking my own. You think your own. Amen. Yes, sir. Come on. If you think poverty, I tell you the truth. Even though they opened Central Bank of Canada and tell you, let that place be your bedroom, you will still be poor. <laughs> You know why? Because something is wrong with your head. Yes. You're thinking poor. So even though they empty everybody's account and channel it to you, you will still be poor because your mentality has not changed. Amen. True, sir. When you talk, you hear yourself talk like, you know, we that are poor in this country, hello, who made you poor? Uh-huh. I'm, talk, I'm telling you, is that a title? Who, who, how... How, how were you giving that title of poverty? You know, we that are less privileged. People just carry costs and put upon themselves for no reason. Haven't you heard? There is power in the tongue. Amen. Death and life. Come on. How you speak matters a lot. Amen. And I've told you, if you don't have money in your pocket, make sure you have mouth. Yes. Know how to talk because your mouth will fetch you money. Amen. Yes, sir. Is it not mouth? I'm using to talk now. Yes. I mean, if I open my hand now for money, won't money come? If I say so seed now, won't you so seed? If I go to a priest to preach, I finish preaching. Is it not my mouth I use? Uh-huh. Won't they give me on the mm-hmm. So it is also how you talk determines how people respond to you. True, sir. You don't need to be a pastor. Even when you go to the interview, it is not hand gesture you use before they will tell you, oh, you are the candidate. It's how you talk. Sometimes people fail in the interview not because they didn't get the question right, but they are not confident in what they are saying. They know it, yes. but they lack confidence. Yes. And you know something? Most CEOs are not looking for talented or gifted people they are looking for confident people 
You know, you could literally carry a novice that is confident, put suits on him, dress him up very well, tell him to go and stand there. He will stand and make money. Yeah. But a literate person that is not confident with all their certificates will go there and mess up. So you still find out that it's, it's not all about your certificate. It's all about what you have inside of you. Yeah, yeah. So you must always think rich. Think big. Yes, it is no crime. No. You are permitted to start small, but you are not permitted to remain small. True. There is what they call the days of little beginning. Praise God. But you ought not to continue in little for, for so long. There is time to start small. And there is time to grow. And there is time to grow to a height whereby you become a champion in your endeavor. Somebody say amen. Let's look at something in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. 2 Corinthians 8, verse number 9. Thank you, Jesus. Legabaro Shadabara. 2 Corinthians verse chapter 8 and 9. Are you there? He said, for ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was what? Rich. Yet for your sake, he became what? Poor. That what? Ye through his poverty might be rich. Some of us, we have to answer question why we remain poor all the days of our life when we get to heaven. Mm. No, um, read this scripture with open mind and understand. We're going to read it again. Some of us, we have to really, you see, when they say judgment, and Christ, even though he was rich, he was made poor. That you and I, through his poverty, should be rich. You know, the richest institution on earth is supposed to be the church. That's why when you go to Africa, the church is the richest institution in Africa. And people wonder why that is. It is so because men and women knows what it means to serve God. For you know, it is, in, it, is, it is not something you are ignorant for, of. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus. So riches and prosperity is a grace that has been released upon us. But many of us have refused to walk in them. How many times have you sat down and prayed to God and said, Father, give me an information that nobody has. You don't pray crazy prayers. You don't need your pastor to give you a prayer point to go and pray. No. Father, give me what nobody has. So that when I bring it out, I become the first. And before anybody will recover and say they want to do it, I've made my money. Yes, 
you can see i was teaching in a church back in nigeria while i was teaching on prosperity i charged the congregation to the extent that a man that never thought that he would be a good businessman got off from that service left that service and three weeks later he called me and said come and see what is happening he said he got back home and there is this um, um, location close by his house and while he was making some soup you know the aroma of the soup started going out of the house people that we are drinking where they were drinking started tracing the aroma they trace it to his house they say ah sir this looks like the soup that people normally take when they are drinking he said well mm-hmm, but he's cooking it for his family they told him ah, don't you think that you should be serving us this thing we'll pay you and he said immediately my voice ringed in his head the message came back to him he said he told them yes i can sell this pot now he used let me say he used like 50 dollars to prepare that pot of soup by the time he started dishing it out little by little he made from that 50 dollars he made a thousand five hundred dollars from that day you know what they told him and say we will have problem with you if you stop making this soup so automatically the man became a chef overnight that prepares food for them but he never knew that such gift has been inside of him all we need is a stirring of that grace and that gift and today he's running a very big restaurant everybody wants to come there for that soup because it's an anointed soup don't 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 be in the midst of the crowd and everybody's doing nothing ah they say there is money nothing let me go and do nothing you're missing it everybody may be doing nothing but you go into nothing you'll be frustrated out of nothing everybody is not you and you are not everybody what are you known for you may think that it will not sell give a try in that very meeting some of the young ladies in the church one of them she never knew that she could do business in the oil sector when i finished that message that day she went and 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 told herself that she had just a little money she used that little money and buy 50 liters of um of gasoline and break it into pieces and start selling she grew over time to a tank load like they need to come and dump for her she's distributing in the community money is coming you may never know but if you keep lagging behind and sitting down and ah uh, Oh, this country everything i've tried nothing is happening you think the angels will just get let me tell you manna don't fall from it ceased and the bible said it came to a time that manna ceased manna don't fall from heaven anymore 
it's only lazy believers that are waiting for heaven to open food to start falling from heaven when you give a full-fledged man free food you fool him hunger does not kill anybody have you seen anybody that hunger kills no hunger doesn't kill anybody hunger opens the brain when a person doesn't want to do anything keep them hungry is an antidote keep them what don't feed a full-fledged man that has refused to walk don't give them food even though the food is pouring take that food give people outside him Mm -mm. don't give him his brain will open because there are some people food blocks their brain the the cells where to do something comes from burns out from food just goes there to block it Was it not when hunger hit the little baby and Hagar that she started crying? Wasn't she sensible when Abraham gave her just a bottle of water, no food? If it were me, I would have said, no, I'm not going anywhere. For what? Send me to where? Tell God to come and carry me himself. I wouldn't go. Because remember, Hagar was not as convenanted as, as, as Abraham that, he, that she could know who God is. She was just a maid. Yes. And not someone from the covenant people, Israelites. She is from outside, out of tribe. Yes. So she was not sensible enough to know that a bottle of water would not be enough. For you to breastfeed this baby, drink water, and survive the desert. She foolishly took the bottle of water and left. But you know, God didn't respond to her. That's one thing you must learn. For the fact that you are in church, you are a believer. That, that is not a ticket for God to now start pursuing you wherever you go. That's why I tell people, I say, giving your life to Christ doesn't guarantee you prosperity. Anybody can prosper. Hello? What did I say? Anybody can what? Being a born again child of God does not guarantee that you will prosper. Hear that from me. Because if being a born again guarantees your prosperity, I don't want, don't think religion. Just take your religious cap out. Let's talk. If being born again guarantees your prosperity, then you come to Christ. Then it simply means that you're coming to Christ because you want to be prosperous. You get that now? But if you are in Christ, not because you are prosperous, you still have to walk. And you know where the prosperity comes? The prosperity comes when you are walking action carrying out the action itself and the bible said the lord shall bless the works of your what of your hands not the lord shall bless your butt sitting down no god don't bless butts he blesses hands so stop warming the bench and stop killing the seat day and night in your house some persons because they sleep from morning up until night the nice foam they they bought has gone flat because when the foam should be recovering you are still in the house 
<laughs> ah, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So we got to really understand that God respects people that knows what they want. Be specific. Be intentional. Until Hagar opened her mouth and wept and cried out. And the baby also saw that the breast milk has dried. There is no food for the mother to eat. And therefore, breast milk cannot come out. Baby started crying because she has seen. He, he, has seen that, he has seen that the mother has dumped him to die. And the Bible says, and Rachel dropped the baby away from the baby. So that she wouldn't hear the cry of the baby because she can't stand it. And the Bible said, and God heard the cry of the baby. Amen. You have to be intentional. And Hagar was called from heaven and was given a direction. Say, there is a well. Where did the well come from? Where did the well come from? Hallelujah. When they say open your eyes, it doesn't mean this is your literal eyes. There is an eye called the eye of your mind. That you don't see with your naked eyes. But through your mind, you could see through the wall. I tell you. Through your mind, literally, you could see through this wall. Your mind is that powerful. That is where the Bible talks about vision. When you go to the... When you go to the... Um, the opticians, they talk about your vision. Am I communicating? Yes, sir. The vision they talk about and the vision Bible is talking about, is it different spelling? No. Oh, so it's different spelling? Uh-huh. Okay. So now you understand that from the physical perspective, there is vision. The spiritual perspective also, there is a vision. Now, the spiritual perspective has to do with your mind. When you are able to envision, somebody can stand here now and we live here and be in Europe and start seeing what is possible for him in Europe. And we just come back and tell himself and say, I'm moving to Europe. Why? Because his spirit has gone and has seen everywhere, survey everywhere and come back. Do you know how many times I was here in North America before I finally landed in North America? Ah. I've been here several times. Dream has to do with the future. Something that you have not seen but it's about to happen. Amen. Some of us, we want to be something but we don't even dream mm. of that. Somebody will ask you, what's, what's your dream like? Some of us don't even have a dream. Say, well, mm, I go to work in the morning, come back, Stop say that if let me tell you nobody works eight hours nine hours twelve hours every day shift be, that becomes millionaire out of it have you ever seen anybody on salary that become millionaire <laughs> hello yes, sir. 
No, I'm asking if you have. Maybe I need to bring that person to come and teach us how to be receiving salary and becoming. I'm not saying receiving salary is wrong, but you are working fine. But don't tell yourself and say, I will die in this job. This is where I will retire. No. You've just ended your destiny. You've made yourself of no effect. The world economy doesn't answer to people that take salary. Answers to entrepreneurs. Yeah, entrepreneurs Come on. People that are creating yeah. mind-boggling creation. The, the two young men that, that started Uber, how do you, how, there were taxis jumping up and down, is it not? Yeah. Uh, when you enter, they will tell you, uh, where are you going? You talk. They will not put their weight. They will tell you, wait, let me <laughs> on the meter. They will press. Mm, mm, mm. Do you know how many people they cheated with that? Ah. They will take you from one end. God help you. God help you. God help you that you are coming into that city for the first time. You know how far they will take you? They will, they will, they will run the whole city two times before they take you to where you're going. And you say, ah! You say, you see, yes, that is how it is. And by the time you stay in the city for another one month, two months, three months, you understand. You say, hey, these people have eaten me mugu. <laughs> They've robbed me. Yes. I was a fool. Mm. But these two gentlemen came together. I said, but we could make something look more executive. We could package it. Can I hear you say packaging? It's not like taxi driving wasn't there all this while. It has been there. But they repackaged the whole system and, and eliminated fraud yes. from taxi drivers. Yes. Do you know how many taxi drivers, most of these yellow cab men, that cursed them out? Yes. They were so angry. The world will answer to solutionists. People that are out there to prefer solutions. Don't come and complain about the problem. What can you do to sort out the problem? Coronavirus is a breakthrough for somebody. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not. Yes, sir. Yesterday, I was, yesterday night, I was here and the Lord told me clearly that there is a man that will bring a solution to coronavirus. And the whole world will turn to him. It doesn't even have, let me, I'm not joking, it doesn't even have too much medical up and down it is just a simple movement from this to this and you get this done you know science is like mathematics you could suffer from one point and end there you think that that is the end some other person will come and say no this thing continues they will start from where you stop and keep moving so one man's knowledge where it stops is where another man's knowledge starts from Even the, even the greatest of the greatest science, scientists, they've been defeated by coronavirus. Some of them, out of pride, have already bring out something that they don't even know if it is working. Because the last statistics that was given concerning coronavirus is that those that took the vaccine are those that are even having this current variant more. So it's a temporary relief. 
what am I saying? When you go back at night, keep telling yourself and say, God, you got to give me that, that fish that has a gold in his mouth. Jesus said to the disciples, go cast your hook. You will catch a fish. As I open his mouth, there is a coin inside. Take it and pay. There is always a fish out there that has a coin in his mouth. Open it and take it. Yes, sir. Amen. Come on. Are you there? Yes, sir. Jesus was made poor that you and I will be made rich. So do not take the poverty of Jesus for granted. But can I shock you? Do you know that even as poor as the Bible said Jesus was, the son of a carpenter, even when he started preaching, people say, who is this one? Uh-huh. Is it not his father that is repairing our broken chairs? Well, each time he breaks it. Yes. He's the one people are running after like this. Huh. They don't even know anything. They should come. Let me go and show them where he's coming from. Where you come from, has nothing to do with where you're going. And they say, Is it not the son of the carpenter? The guy is still going, doing his business. But let me shock you. Even in the poverty of Jesus, according to the scripture, what Jesus was wearing was very expensive yes. because if it was cheap those soldiers wouldn't have cast lots on his clothes am I talking to somebody it's just like you know I take off my clothes and I throw it to the crowd if that cloth was nonsense, you see, if there are crowd there, if the clothes was nothing, everybody would just shift. You to just create a big hole. The clothes will drop. And I say, Pastor, come and take your clothes. But let's say it's something elegant, sweet, nice, perfumed very well. As you are before you do like this, everybody <gasps> So even in that state, they still grab and fight over his clothes. Now, Jesus said, what he has done is a greater you and I would do. Can we tell ourselves the truth? Are we functioning in the greater heights? We are not. The church is struggling. I mean, from where I'm coming from, churches don't Go to, bank goes to churches to take money from them to help themselves. I'm not joking. Like service will be going on, the bullion van will be out there. You know the bullion van, the vehicle they use this is, is out there waiting for church offering and tithes. Under heaven alignment. I'm on air. I know what I'm talking about. This is the I came to this part of the world first to find out that church, church, church of Jesus Christ depend on institution, other institutions that doesn't even believe in what they are doing to survive them. And I asked the question, what, what's the rush all about? 
you could literally come together. The problem is this. The pastor is not the one that is the problem. It's the people. And when we blame the people, we have to take it back again to the pastor. Because they are not teaching a good sermon. Or teaching the people very well. Because when you teach people scientific teaching, I call it scientific teaching. A teaching we apply, you separate, you separate their, 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 what they have from what they believe in. That is a scientific gospel. You dissect their wealth from their belief. Then you have a problem. Because when you talk about their belief, they are there. When you go to touch their wealth, they are angry. Because you have not taught them very well. You know, that dog, that little puppy that is aggressive in somebody's house, when you take it to somebody, some other person's house that knows how to tame a puppy, that same puppy that wants to eat everybody, up and down, when it goes to this other house, because they know how to tame a puppy, the puppy will be tamed. And when the puppy sees somebody, it just be humble. We are who we are based on the kind of training and teachings we receive. That's why the church in Canada and in America is suffering big time. In fact, it is even a little bit better in America yes. than in Canada. Yes. Whereby, as a believer, you are depending on somebody that has never been to church or has never confessed Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal Savior to lecture you how you should serve God is a shame. And many of us need to repent because sometimes I, I see it, it, it breaks my heart and I, and, I, and I start weeping. That's why we don't grow. Call for music concert, the church will fill up. It will fill up. Why? Because it has to do with entertainment. Call for prophetic turnaround. Bring seven prophets that will prophesy seven things into your life. The church will fill up. Everybody wants instant noodles. Two minutes, believers. Call for revival meeting. It will be pastor and church workers. <laughs> Even in the church workers, you have to really, as a pastor, pull out your cane and your belt. And tell them, if you don't come, I will whoop you in the name of Jesus. That's where we are. That's where the church is. So tell me, why won't institutions run the church down? Why won't the bank threaten a church that they're going to shut it down? Do you know there is a level the church will grow that the government will be afraid of it? Do you know, via, because I have an instructor that is teaching us, praise God, in my school. We had this conversation and we started digging deep had a lot of cases we were handling we're looking at a whole lot of cases we found out that out of 100 percent 65 to 70 percent of the very rich billionaires in canada that committed a crime that a common man 
would go to jail for it they will only tell the person to pay a fine we have her she will tell you they will they will strike a deal just pay this just give them a slap on the wrist some months back a young man on um, on um, was was driving one of the very fast car I've forgotten what that car is right now a very little boy you know early 20s uh, 21 years old was is, is that place was supposed to be 90 I think that's um Gardner I think so yeah supposed to be 90 and this guy was going for 170 and was pulled over the car wasn't pounded but I tell you the truth it will be a slap on the wrist why because they found out that the father is one of the influential people in Canada very rich is the system equal is not so it is also if the church would wake up and become crazily rich and money pulling i'm not saying that you use that influence and start doing anything no the government will be very careful the kind of laws they put into place that affect the church before they make any law and sign it they will consult the church Please, you know, you guys are major stakeholders in this country. You know, when I ask a question, I say, then why is it that the rich many of times don't go to jail for the crime they commit? You know what they said? They say even the judge takes it into consideration that sending a very rich man to jail, the man could pull out all his resources from the country and send it to another country. And that will affect the economy of the country. So therefore, it is a, a deal they are, they are okay to take. So and I ask a question again. So who is the jail meant for? Beautiful. The jails are meant for poor people. So any day you are stopped and you are arrested, you are making a shut up. You are poor. That's why. There are people in this country that just their complimentary card they give you and say go to that office you go there and flash it your doors will just open do they have two heads make sure you're influential don't leave this earth without being influential and don't look at your present state now say, <laughs> look at me yeah i'm looking at you uh, how can i be influential you can't you have to it's only the poor man the police people will ruffle that's why I tell you in your family make sure if your child is studying law make sure they study it to the peak Make sure they rise to the top. Tell them that they have to not stop. Because yes, people, people come to, you know, I'm a lawyer. And they stop there and start pursuing little, little cases uh-uh. here and there. How, who has that helped their destiny or their generation? But when you come up to be a judge, yes, 
that name stands for life. Yes, sir. Even your children, children come, they will benefit through that name. Humility say, oh, your name is, is this. They say, oh, was your grandfather the judge of blah, 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 blah? He said, yes. Oh, wonderful. Yes. My dad knows him. Well, come, 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 come. Interview is over. Yes, and they'll say, but boss, you didn't tell me. Oh, let her go. Let's just give her a pass. Why? Because of the name that was created ah. that person that made that name may not be alive but the name is still existing yes, sir. Hmm. let me tell you it pays to be influential yes. are you aware that when Jesus died on the cross all his disciples they ran away the only person I may say has some little money among his disciples as of then was Luke because Luke was a medical doctor. Yes. Another person again, I will say, me, you know, have some money, but I believe later he wasn't having so much, was Peter. Because him and one or two of them, they were fishermen. They were making money. Yes. Nothing. Jesus was responsible for their feeding. Jesus was the one feeding them. But I knew that Jesus was not feeding them to remain a fool forever. He was feeding them, showing them how to fish yeah. at the same time. He told them, follow me. I will make you fishers of what? Of yeah. men. There was a vision attached to the following. But when he was arrested, do you think that if Luke was very influential and he has money, and all them kings, they know him, and those rulers, they know him, do you think he will run away? No, he will move around with his own entourage of soldiers. Because that's what money does. There are some persons, when they come in this city, the police will need to close one section of the road for them. They have two heads. They don't care if you are going to work late. You are complaining, oh, I'm late. You're on your own. Be in your car. This lane is closed. For who? Basketballers. Basketball players. But I'm supposed to go to work. I'm a taxpayer. Shut up. Move. Let them come. Do you know how much they pay in their tax? Their one tax is your five years tax. So shift. <laughs> I tell you, there are people when government call them, they, they, they talk to them with carefulness. Because nobody wants to lose their job based on, oh, I spoke to the, 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 the MD of so-and-so company. And the man got angry and said, is this how you guys treat businessmen that brings in money? And boom, they are threatening to pull out their contract, pull out everything. And the government of Canada is shaking. I say, who actually placed that call? The person is in trouble. They will sack you and you run to judge to go and ask that they should pay you. They know judge will sign it because they say you want to keep us hungry in Canada. There are powerful things that happen behind the scene. Be influential. Praise God. This church must have influential people, and I'm speaking it into being the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. People from all walks of life. Yes, sir. When you step, I don't mean come to church and become prideful and start intimidating people. Though. Don't bring it here. Do it outside there. Praise God. 
but when you appear somebody will know that somebody has arrived yes. Amen. when all the disciples of jesus took off jesus was hung there on the cross definitely the mother alone cannot do anything and finally they brought jesus down and they took the body of ah, jesus ah. they didn't give the give jesus a proper burial everybody ran away but the bible said there was a man called joseph of the arimatheas the man the bible specifically gave his breakdown and said this man is influential which means he dined with kings yeah. Which means he knows who is who in the community. He knows the top people. Some of us are egos, but yet we are chasing after chickens up and down. Like, come on, man. Go after something big. You're working, doing a job of $14, and even to pay your tithe from $14, you're struggling, you're, you're crying. Somebody that is doing a job and they are paying them good money, are comfortable paying their tithe, and you think it's because they receive more? No. Your problem is poverty. The arrow is still inside the brain. You need to pluck them out. Joseph of the Arimatheas went to the leader, the commander, straight up. He told him, I said, I need the body. He didn't beg for it. He requested for it. He, he, he requested for the body of Jesus Christ. And you know what? They didn't put him through any pains or others. They just said, take. Who was he? The Bible said he was one of those influential secret followers of Jesus. Yeah. He wasn't in the open. He's a politician. But he loved God. If he wasn't having any money, I tell you, they would have added his head to Jesus' head that they had slain already. Uh-huh. It's just like I tell people, I say, listen, anyway, here in Canada is good, but back home, where I'm from, if a police arrests somebody, in front of the police station, they will tell you bail is free, but it's not true. <laughs> so don't, don't follow that bait and put yourself in trouble. If you know you are not an influential person and you don't have an influential person around you, don't go for the bailing of that person because when you go there, they will, they, you know what the police will tell you? They say, so you want to show us that you are somebody. They will say, oh yeah, come and join him inside. Since you want to, they will arrest you and join the person. Because they know before you come out of that place, you have to pay bail money. The bail money goes straight to the police boss pocket. So there was one guy we used to know. He, one, some other person was arrested and he, you know he was a lost he, he was a lost student then so he got up and said he has to go <laughs> we told him say sammy be careful so you don't cause arrest for two they've arrested one let's wait and see how to bring out that one if you that has not become a lawyer yet you want to go say you want to go and pay the person no, you may cause arrest for two and the money we have to pay will not become double so stay so you have to be influential Poverty is bad. It's a virus. You know, there are people that they are sick. It's not because they are actually sick. It's just because they don't have money. 
like my mother if she's not if she doesn't have money now she will fall sick And when she called, I used to know when she's really, really sick. <laughs> I used to know when this one is <laughs> it's money sickness. When she calls me, oh. I listen very well. I said, ah, I said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I'll send something now to your account number. Hey, yes, my son, you know. <laughs> Yes, ah, my son. So the gist will change from I'm dying. Just knock that body that is sick money. It will revive. And I tell you, it works. Go to the hospital. People that they've given up, they say they want to die. Just tell them, one, promise them one big money. You will see faith will get up and wake them up and say, get up, get up, get up, get up. Stand up from here. What are you doing? Stand up. Let's go home. We are healed. I tell you, some of them, their spirit will just get up and say, eh? You say one million dollars. They will run back inside the person and say, please get up. Let's go home. <laughs> Money is good though. Money gives you good life. Money helps you to serve God better. Uh-huh. That's true, sir. Come on. I'm not joking. Money. Answer it all things. You can serve God with comfort. Yes. You will have a good life here on earth, yet you're a believer. Yet you know that you are not suffering here on earth. Because it's worst when you finish suffering here on earth. You go to hell and continue the suffering there. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't even do that. <laughs> Don't think about it. Like you are suffering here with, with, you know, I tell you, the kind of sun that shines in Nigeria is different from what shines in North America. If the sun in Nigeria shines on you, you will repent. <laughs> More especially that you've scraped your hair. You're having what I call Sekura. <laughs> and they say he's a young man and he doesn't want to reason. Just bab his hair completely. Stand him under the sun. Let the sun, let the laser of the sun in it. <laughs> it, will, it, it will cause a surgical, a surgical implant in there immediately. The person will just, ah! I remember there's something that's supposed to do. <laughs> uh, this life is good, truly. What am I trying to say? Prosperity is God's mandate over us. Prosperity is the wish of God. I wish above all things you prosper and bring good dead, even as your soul prospereth even as thy soul prospereth. So God's mandate over us is to prosper in all things, not some things. All things. In your education, your academics, everywhere, in your business, in your place of work, anything you do, you're prospering. You're prospering. You're prospering. Anything you lay your hands is just going, 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 going smoothly. You have to consciously put yourself there. Nobody puts you in prosperity. That's why I tell you, 
if you think that you are making all your money and you are saving it for your children or your grandchildren and you've not given them Jesus first you'll be in your grave and be rolling how they will use less that money yes sir that's right money does not make people responsible no it is only responsible people that handles money responsibly I repeat money doesn't make anybody responsible it is only responsible people that handles money in a responsible way because if when you carry 10 million dollars give to an irresponsible man come back in the next one hour and ask him how far the money will be gone yours truly that's why I pray for our black communities that they be mindful of their lustful desires that puts them in perpetual poverty that you win a jackpot the first day you win a jackpot of 50 million the first thing you want to do is to go and buy a dog chain of 10 million dollars are you mad no, something must be wrong with that brain. The brain needs to be reset. You go and buy it and you're wearing. You're shouting bling bling. And who sold the chain to you? And tomorrow you want to come out and say black life matters. When you that owns one black life, you've not even looked at your life like it matters very well to you. It doesn't make sense because before you say people should value your life you first of all should value your own life yes, sir. i support the black life matter movement but when i looked at it critically very well i say the black people have their own problem as a black man or a black woman or a black young girl or a black young boy rise up today as an entrepreneur that you want to do something great it is your fellow blacks that will pull you down because they act they behave like crabs you know when you catch a lot of crabs and one wants to go this one will grab this one this one will grab this one this one will grab this one this one will grab that one everybody is pulling each other down nobody rises is there any black man in Canada that owns a bank? Yeah? Uh, in North America? Yes. But out of, you could just say out of 20, maybe two. It's, it's so low. And even those, those black men that owns a bank, check. There are, there are a lot going on there. They are just chance to be the CEOs of the bank. They are chance because at every little thing, they will be removed. There is, there is, there is, this, there is this thing that turns my stomach because you don't value yourselves. When I came into Toronto first, it, I wasn't fought by any white man, no, so you know. People that fought me are people 
that are of the same skin color. Black men. Black. But let a white man see his fellow white man wants to start up something. He goes there and even give him a lend, lend him a hand to pick something and set and encourage him, tap his back and say, I'm happy you're here. And he's gone. What's wrong with us? And yet we cry that we are being marginalized. That's a lie, I tell you the truth. Nobody is marginalized. You are the one marginalizing yourself. You are where you are because you've decided that you will be there and you will make sure that none of your kind will ever rise. If you say I am lying, then let them come out and, and show me proof of one black man that rose that wasn't challenged by another black man. Do you know, do you know, do you know what Obama fought before he went up there? Obama was the only person scientifically that was tried his case was a trial let's see how the blacks can stand and rally around themselves people that voted obama were blacks for the first time black people came together a black man broke the record to become the first black president of america blacks can do it but the problem is that everybody wants to be that president as a black man you don't want me to be i don't want you also to be so let's hold ourselves and be here that's what is happening and while you are holding yourself, people are overtaking you guys. Yeah. Scientifically, people are advancing. You are holding yourself. Fifty-five percent of the wealth of the world is generated from the black nations. But why is it that the black nations still remain in poverty? It's a mystery that you need to sit down and tell yourself that. Of, in tr- of, 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 of a truth we are the problem because I tell you the truth people wants to buy your brother but it takes you to sell your brother or to betray your brother for a buyer to come it's also happening as in Christendom You will see a Muslim faithful defending his fellow Muslim. No matter what they've done, they will stand. Say, no, this is my brother. I will stand. But a believer, a believer will want to become a technocrat. He said, see, listen, I am very neutral. My kind of Christianity is not like the one he is practicing. His own is different. I wonder where God defined different faith as Christians. And they want to make matter worse. You know what they will say? I'm Catholic. Is Pentecostal. <laughs> I am Presbytery. He's from the evangelical community. We are not the same. Though we preach Christ, but we are not the same. No wonder the church is struggling. And you see all these big, 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 big names for nothing hanging about taking money off from poor people to enrich themselves but are not doing anything 
to change the system. I tell you, how many big time organizations, Christian organizations that are willing to tell people, I say, do you want to be a pastor? You want to preach the gospel? Yes, but I don't have money. They prove that you don't have money. They tell you, come, the school will give you scholarship. You don't need to provide anything. Come and take scholarship. Canada Christian College should be doing that. All these Christian colleges should be doing that. They should go into marathon to raise believers, teach people, empower them. That was what Jesus said. Not when somebody comes and say, you know, we have bills to pay. Which church doesn't have bills to pay? Because when I look at things, I view things very differently from people. If I say church, we have a school. We should be able to say, yes, this is a school. And if the fee is this high, will slash it down to 80% to take off 80% and say just pay just maybe for feeding and transportation of your children that's all come and take education why are you crying that the Catholic school board they've now decided to fly the gay pride what then is the solution why are you crying can't all these big churches around come together and agree for once in their in their miserable life and say let's come together and have a school of our own you're depending on the catholic faith the catholic faith is failing what what are the pentecostal churches doing what are they doing that is what i'm saying that is not the mindset of wanting to help the faith you are milking the faith even deep so how will the church be great because for you to raise great people or for you to be great you have to start by raising great people with different ideology and different mindset do you know that the church i'm talking about practical thing now do you know that the church could come together and put out a plan for the next 50 years to train politicians from the church that will unseat all these politicians and change the narrative in Canada. I'm not joking. But if you bring the idea, is your fellow pastor that will go around that table is a Nigerian, don't listen to him. That man is a Jamaican, and you know Jamaicans are not to be trusted. Don't listen. That your fellow believer, your fellow pastor, because they feel like people want to celebrate you all of a sudden. They want to make sure they they show your nakedness to the world to make the world not take you serious. And before you know it, that opportunity will just go. The Soviet Union that was together, America broke the Soviet Union down. Why? They planted this game inside the Soviet Union, trained their own person inside the Soviet Union. And finally, that young man graduated and they trained him specifically for the purpose of being the head of the Soviet Union. And when he got there, that was him. He broke everything, dismantled everything. 
that's how you find the Soviet Union scattered everywhere today as a nation because they were very powerful you can't, you can't beat the game by just casting aspersions you can't go deep all these men that you see that are causing effect and change in Canada do you think they, 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 sleep, they sleep 8 hours every day some only have sleep for only 4 hours they are not doing it because they want to be the prime minister no they are doing it because they want a change in the future because we believers and also black people are like we are not futuristic we always want to eat the food we have now and get satisfied go to bed wake up in the morning go to the toilet start the same thing again start eating we eat our tomorrow today these are the things that when i see it turns my stomach and make me want to go and do number two because it is very painful do you know that it was the same people that shouted to Jesus, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of God. They even took off their precious clothes and threw on the floor for him. And he was riding on the donkey. The Bible called it the triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Just a few days, few weeks down the line. They were at the same people, they were shouting, crucify him! How will the church be prosperous? How will the church be empowered when, when you have a contract? You want to look for somebody outside to give it to the person. But a believer inside the church is looking for an opportunity. You say, no, you see all these Christian brothers and Christian sisters, you bring them in, now they mess up and they mash up your things then. You're looking for people that don't mash up. I would never, I would never choose the, 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 the faiths out there over Christianity. I would never do that. We have issues. And we are still the best. You know why? Because we have the truth. That's why we are being fought heavily by the kingdom of darkness. Not to trust one another. But it's time that narrative change. It's time we effect that change because we want to, we want to, we want to do ministry beyond borders. A pastor will come to your church to preach and the next thing is looking for who looks like they have money in your church. So he will sneak his number to them to call him. There is what I call individual poverty and that's what I call collective poverty. Collective poverty is the poverty that descends from one person and spread like a virus to everybody. Now let me tell, close by saying this. Any church that is not in the giving stream will die very soon. Giving is living. For God so loved the world, the first thing he did was to give towards that love. If you are waiting for your pastor to always want to call out for seed, come, come and give, come and give, then you need to grow up. That you need to be asked to give before you give, you need to grow up. Something is wrong. Because it should be a lifestyle you should develop individually.
you don't need to see a need in the church as the lord lay in your heart take the check drop on the altar you don't need anybody to pray for you go your way you are empowering the kingdom in your little way i'm not telling you what men don't practice this is practical that's why that's why christianity and how and and how churches survive in africa is very easy and you ask the currency over there is poor but the the work they are doing here is more than you here why what's the balance is the heart people here but i thank god for our church our church have heart for god praise god but i dare you to go further people in this part of the world don't have heart for god even in the pentecostal there are religious people so when you wear a crown of religiosity it won't let you really give into what you love you say you love god but when you look into it there is no love it's just i call it corny corny love no love that goes like this some are even giving for pastor to recognize them some are giving to get close to the pastor that's why i say don't it's not me if you think that you're giving is to me it's not me praise god is him give to him let your heart burn towards him that's all because if you're giving to dance close to pastor the pastor won't say no i will take it and as you're dancing close i am also dancing my dance when you do the one that is not good expect me to draw out the rod the rod and the staff the what because sometimes when people give to church to the extent whereby they feel like oh man i am the highest giver and when you when they do something wrong and you tell them mm, don't do this they pick offense they just swear i know what is in their heart so all the money i've been giving to this church pastor could treat me this way how he's doing his pastoral job I'm wondering who teaches without rebuke until rebuke is involved teaching is not complete to teach exalt and to rebuke these things if they are involved you see yourself just grow if you could accept this three you just grow very fast let your wealth serve God and you will be a branch of wealth
gonna do